This is this is the 20 by 20 podcast, and we are your hosts, Nathan McFly with Nubinati. Got you one. Woodrow, and shout out to the nation of domination. Yeah. My niggas. That's what's up. Oh, and uh, <laughs> um, LP Dangerously. <laughs> I got your name? Yeah. Very Dangerously. <laughs> oh, man, what's going on, everybody? How's you doing, man? What's going on? Feeling good. Good, good. Sipping on this medicine, sipping on this Mama Juana. That one was gifted to me. La Mama de Juana? La Mama de Juana that was gifted to me. It's pretty good. Can't lie. It's all right. We're one man down today. Yes, yes. one man down. We are Mr. Scheiss is yet again not in without the <laughs> Mr. Scheiss. Handling some grown man business, I guess. And you can't kick it with the fellas. Talk about professional hugging. And all that good stuff. Hey. Hey, yeah, I guess, you know. Take it to your game of catch whenever you watch a game of catch. We won't have an uh, overflow of soccer mom hair talk. Soccer mom hair. <laughs> <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of hair does soccer moms have? Uh, AJ Styles hair. The Vidal Sassoon. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> the Vidal Sassoon, yes, baby. Yes. That is a fucking smooth ass top he has. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Pause. Pause. Yeah. The hair is very shiny. Well, then maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> that shit just blows in the wind. Yo, insane, bro. <laughs> Anything else? Shout out to the nation of domination. <laughs> Oh man, oh, there's a lot going on with pro wrestling, but before we get into that, man, yo, dude, I was uh, viewing this documentary, 350 Days. The one thing that stood out about the whole thing, mind you, they only have like old school wrestlers there. Yo, Marty Jannetty, my nigga. And the words of Woodrow, <laughs> nasty. What's wrong with him? Yo, he was talking like he was on so many different pills. But what he was saying, like, you could understand, like, what he's trying to say. But he was like, yeah, I was saying, he was in the road, and I used to be with my partner. And uh, I don't want to put his name to it, but my partner, Shawn Michaels. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, you just said, you don't want to put his name in it because you don't know how he's going to feel about you talking about him. And then you say his name. I'm like, yo, this nigga fucked up doing that shit bro he needs some ddp yoga mm. for DDP real yoga yo that that ddy that ddpy be yo it's on point and look what it did for um scott hall yeah, look what it did for jake roberts exactly look what it did for jake roberts and scott hall. but yeah, you're right. yo imagine all the pain them wrestlers be going through bro yeah don't you think he sounded a little more like he was like you know taking no he he, he sounded a little more like he was on drugs yeah exactly yeah. like but yeah. back then it was like <laughs> and the rockers was you know they was yeah, jumping yeah. off the ropes no, they was doing that shit early yeah, he was talking about him and Shawn michaels were at every after party exactly you know what i'm saying fucking mad popping booties <laughs> yo yeah, popping quaaludes popping yeah, painkillers, I'm yeah. sure, from fucking taking a beating in the ring. But you know what's crazy is that Bret Hart said when 
they ban wrestlers from smoking marijuana, that's when the usage of pills Surge, started right? to fucking increase rapidly. That's terrible. And the usage of fucking cocaine. Like, he was even on, on record saying, he's like, yo. Shout out to marijuana. Bonding. Bonding backstage with the wrestlers doing cocaine. I was like, holy shit, bro. I was fucking sniffing lines, yo. Oh, hell yeah. Damn, bro. Hart oh, Bret Hart said that? Yeah, bro. Wow. Damn, that's what's up. That's wild. That's, that's what's like up. real life. Young yo. Bret Hart hitting them slow. Yeah. That's, that's why he That's why he thought, and not for nothing was, though. But who the fuck thinks to just put fucking shiny paper as fucking glasses? Because that fuck. shit was literally just Yo, fucking... And that shit was fire. <laughs> that shit was shiny wrapping, wrapping paper. Yeah, that shiny shit was fire. Foil. That shit was fire. <laughs> but that was straight... Yeah, word. That was straight coke moves right word, there. Nigga thought he was in Miami Vice. <laughs> For real. <laughs> that was straight cocaina vibes. You know, like, and then they all talked about how they... Like, you know, just... <laughs> oh, man. Yo, but, you know, they talk about how, like, they weren't faithful to their wives, and they were just running amok, you know, out, out, in, the, out in the territories, going from place to place and all that shit. And the genius, who is uh, Lainey Poffa, which is Macho Man's brother, said, like, he knew guys that were on top like guys on top of their game that are still married to the to that one woman throughout yeah. their whole career and even after they're like yo you can't blame the industry on like on your faults like you know what you're supposed to do you know what to do you just don't do it but then again then I'm thinking right now I'm like yeah they're probably not doing it because they're so fucking sidetracked with all the usage you know yeah all the drugs and all that shit and the like, spotlight even, like, Yo, bro, I was talking about smoking weed. Like, all he liked to do after a match was smoke some weed and drink beer, bro. That's dope. That's all he wanted to do, just to chill. Bret Hart? Bret Hart, bro. He said that. Yeah, he's like, yo, he remember buying an ounce of weed in Texas. And he's like, yo, we got some, like, he said, I think he said, like, rags or swags or some shit like that. Because he knew it was, like, bullshit weed because it was, like, sticks and stems into it. Yeah. But he's like, you know, we just needed something to take the edge off. He's like, and then, and then I hear a week later, we weren't supposed to smoke marijuana anymore. Like marijuana is banned from wrestling, so we went, you know, the other route. Started taking pills, started sniffing coke. Like, oh, it's crazy shit, man. Shouts to Brett keeping the G. I gotta see that. That's some good sound bites right there. You said three hundred and fifty days. Three hundred and fifty days, bro. And it's so like. I'm not gonna say it's budgetly made because you you could tell like they they put their work into it, but it's it doesn't have like the theatrics or anything like that. It's just straight. It has to the point. great great old school photos mm. to like go through all of the um, like personal the, yeah personal like backstage shit. Those yeah backstage yo they they have a uh, video, and then Paul Orndorff, Mr. Wonderful was in this shit too, and he was talking about how the worst place for a heel to perform at was the Boston Garden. He's like, yo, I had chairs thrown at me. I had buckets of piss thrown at me. Oh, shit. That's crazy. This other dude that wasn't here, I forgot his name, but he was a territorial dude. He wasn't nothing up here northeast. And he was talking about, he got got cut with a a barber blade. He showed showed the the cut and everything. He got cut with a barber blade. He's like, yo. He's like, you know what, though? I looked at that, and I smiled. He's like, you know why? 
because I knew I was doing my job and I'm going to get a whole lot of this when it comes afterwards. Everything was about the money for these guys. There was this guy, old school dude, before I get off of this shit, old school guy named Ox Baker. Let me show you who Ox Baker is. Have you ever, have you ever seen the, the movie uh, Escape from New York? Uh, yes. Yes. You remember the villain with the bushy eyebrows yes. and crazy muscles? Yeah. That's yes. Ox Baker. <laughs> okay. Right? That's he him? Was, yeah, he was a insane heel. Oh, the, the, the dude that played 70s. that character. Yes. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Bless you. The dude that played that character. I'm going to show you him right now. Mm, this guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's Ox Baker. Oh, shit. To Crazy, insane heel. To our audio audience... Uh, he's a bald-headed man with a feng shui type of goatee. <laughs> wow. A, a Fu Manchu, matter of yeah. fact. It's a Fu Manchu <clears throat> type of goatee that's real bushly. How Yo, does a man... Shout out to LP for knowing, for knowing beards and mustaches. First of all... It wasn't feng shui. Nah, feng shui hold on, like way. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, yeah. like, yeah. yo, hold on, wait. Before we go... Isn't that like... Isn't that like How the... you feng shui a beard, dog? <laughs> nah, like, nah, man. Fu Manchu. The nigga said the Fu Man feng shui... <laughs> <laughs> but he, he kind of knew what he was talking about. He already knew what he was talking That's about. That's why I switched it up real quick. I, like, oh, I mean, feng shui. But yo, he, yo, everything is him. Of beard. Yo, in this fucking document, everything is him is, is, is screaming on the mic. He's like, you know what? For you to make your money, you have to go wrestle seven days a week for thirty dollars a day. That's how you made your money. And then some dude back in the back, he's like, oh shit, I don't know if I recorded that. I don't know what we're doing. He's like. What the fuck are you doing over there? Like, and everybody just seemed very... <coughs> Who was like, that? Ox Baker. Screaming nice, nice. But, you know, R.I.P., he passed away about five years ago. Mm. So when this, when this, this, was was a, this just came out? It did. This came just out came out a couple... Of, no, it, come out, it came out a couple of months ago, actually. Oh, yeah? Nice. And um, most, of the, most of the interviews were done within the last six years. Nice. <laughs> So you got people that are not alive anymore. You have Ox Baker there. You have Jim, Jimmy Snooker there. You got uh, George the Animal Steel. Another person, he said, you know, you know what it was being with a whole bunch of wrestlers for 350 days a year? That shit was a fucking living hell. I fucking hated it. But I love the joy it gave to the fans. Damn, you know? imagine working 350 days a year. That's nasty. That's really crazy. Putting your body through that shit, bro. <clears throat> Fucking insane, bro. Yeah, it's fucking insane. I I suggest for anybody hearing this pod, go to iTunes. I'm guessing it's on Google Play as well. Wherever you could get any type of documentary. Amazon Prime. Three. Amazon Prime. You saw it on Netflix. Fifty days. I saw it on iTunes. I, I rented it on iTunes. Oh wow! Look at you. You supported. Yeah. It's a good guy right here. It's a good guy. It's a good guy. I'm a whole pirate. <clears throat> See, we need somewhere. an applause button right there. Uh. Hit us with the applause. That's what's up Cause I would've definitely Went to YouTube to See mm-hmm. uh, Yeah this shit Oh yes It's on YouTube Some dude recording it With his <laughs> With his Android With his Android Watching it on his laptop like, oh. <laughs> Snickering Snickering when he hears I something I can hear him eating the popcorn <laughs> You can hear him eating the popcorn? Yeah Oh shit Oh that's nasty Like oh shit bro I say stiff coke <laughs> That's dope But yeah man For whatever reason Watched it Watch it It's uh Phenomenal piece. That's what's up. That's what's up. It's good to it's good to see the wrestlers raw like that. Pause. So yeah, just being normal. Yeah, we're being That's human what's beings. Up, man. So, on the news front of what's been going on, I guess the past week or two within pro wrestling, 
Uh, I don't know. If we, I don't think we talked about this last week, but Jeff Hardy got caught slipping again, bro. Yeah, yeah. I think we did speak about that. Yeah, last week. we did. And... We did. Yeah. But yeah. Has any news did, did come we, out? Did of we it? talk about how he was found in uh, a stairway, just pissy drunk, laying out, sleeping? Sounds like a good name. Sucks, man, because he's only what forty-one, forty-two years old. No, it sucks more that he's known for that. No, not even for that. Just a known person, you know. Yeah, he's... if he if he was just a regular Joe Schmo, nobody would give nobody would care. But if he was Jeff Hardy, everybody's like, "Yo, he's supposed to be clean and sober." Right, he's supposed you know, to be a role model, games, bro. Like, yo, with I'm them sure wrestlers, he's like fucking going through shit right now. Exactly, with them wrestlers, man, I always. I always think about like the pain they're in and what they're going through. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Like, I I'm not holding nothing against Hardy. I hope he does his thing. I hope Word. he recovers or whatever. My thing is this: like, he wasn't passed out drunk at a bar. He wasn't passed out drunk in a club somewhere. I know it seems really bad that he was in a fucking stairway, sleeping drunk, but he wasn't harming anybody doing that. Exactly, and if he would have probably bumped into Enzo, Enzo, how know, you doing? Hardy would have gave him that smoke, nigga. <laughs> that smoke that Janela didn't want to give him. Oh, call back. Janela, you probably listening to this, man. You changed, man. <laughs> <laughs> you went from Escape from New York to Escape, escape from to LA. <laughs> you even Escape from Philly. We couldn't escape the Blink 182 concert. Nasty. Very nasty. Another thing, um, there's been a lot of uh, talk about Randy Orton and Will Ospreay going back and forth on Twitter. And it wasn't anything like them going at each other. It was kind of like, at the end, they kind of like bigged each other up. You know, and this got me saying, like, Randy even hashtagged. Or in Osprey 2020. So this got me thinking. I mean, everybody's like, yo, he's been with WWE his whole 19-year career. Wow. God bless. You know, I think I think Orin's what, like about 38, 39 years old right now. Can you can you uh fact check that for me, please? Go ahead. You know, he's he's been through it, like only through WWE went through their developmental, came up, did his thing. One of the most decorated champions they have. One of the youngest champions they have. One of the youngest, yes. Also, his contract is up next year. Mm, 39. 39, there we go. His contract is up next year. So, I mean, for him to put a hashtag, Osprey or in 2020... And Osprey already said it within the tweets he's there at, in New Japan for the long haul. Like he ain't going nowhere, no time soon, because of his contract. Mm-hmm. Randy, on the other hand, like I just said, is done within the next year. I know. I know. Randy's probably thinking. <clears throat> excuse me. I know Randy's probably thinking. You know what? I seen what happened with Ambrose. I seen what happened with Jericho. Nah, but like nah, I think Jer- he's thinking Jericho's Jericho's way of shit. Man, Hold man. on. But look how Ambrose popped. Like this Moxie shit. What that I'm was- saying is, it's him just doing him. 
Yeah, but that was Ambrose. That's like the blueprint. Before Ambrose. That's like the blueprint. You think blueprint is what Jericho did, my man? Yeah, man. That's the fucking blueprint. Jericho was Jericho. Jericho is that level that Randy Orton is on. You know what I'm saying? Like what Jericho did, where he was just like, "Yo, I I just want to explore and do do different shit. Go to fucking Japan." He said he got the blessing for Vince to go to Japan and do everything he wanted to do. Because Vince, at the end of the day, thought Jericho's always going to come back. Jericho came back for that 50-man Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia. After that, he was done. He knew he was done with WWE. He didn't want to do anything with them. He had an idea that he threw out there to have an Intercontinental Championship versus Intercontinental Championship, like like, like this joint shit with New Japan, and Vince ain't want to do it. He has so many ideas that Vince ain't want to do. So he's like, you know what? Let me just take that somewhere else where they're going to want to do it. I'm telling you, that I think that's what's in Randy Orton's mind right now. But also, when Jericho was jumping around, like when he got the blessing, that was pre-AEW. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pre-AEW. Yeah, so, yeah. Definitely, definitely. But I also think... Changed, I think changed, things, his ideas changed more when it, as AEW... It, as it kept on going. As yeah, it kept yeah. on going. Once yeah. I announced this shit, like there was something going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm telling you, bro, he's looking at what Jericho just did, and he's close friends with Jericho. He's close friends with Cody. So he's probably like, yo, I could probably just wrestle a couple of times for these niggas and make a lot. And I have to go crazy like I do with, with uh, WWE. Even now... He doesn't even have a crazy, uh, a crazy scheduling from what they said. He's like almost like a part time nigga right now. Yeah, he he's got the part time schedule. You know what I'm saying? He got like 200 days a year, which is you know like which for some people is like that that's working a year, but for a wrestler to work 200 days and have the half of the half of the fucking year, almost half of the year, for his family like he's he's cool right now, but then you're gonna go to AEW. Not AEW, but like go to Japan and go do a Japan. couple of matches out there. A couple. Work probably, what, 30, 40 days a year? Grounds that his and father get, stepped and get on. Money, yeah, man. And get money? Think about that. And fight different people. His father stepped on New Japan grounds. If Randy Orton finally touches New Japan grounds, that crowd's gonna go nuts for him. Yeah, Cowboy Bob Orton, bro. Ooh. They're gonna go nuts for him. So that'll be, that'll be sick. To, for him and Will Ospreay to actually fight out in New Japan. And imagine hey, imagine letting the Viper go. Letting him be like that sadistical person that he could really be. And that RKO. I can see that RKO coming move. from the top rope. I can see it coming from everywhere. Him doing an RKO on the fucking steps. Yep. Like him popping up at an event and hitting, some, and hitting somebody with the RKO. Like an event, like in New Japan, and, and it's gonna fan. a fan is gonna sign the gonna waiver just to get ridiculous. Catching somebody on the RK, with the RKO at the apron, on the apron and shit, like just dangerous spots. He's gotta be unleashed, basically. But and then and the other side of things, if this does happen, WWE's losing a lot. I'll be honest with but Randy Orton. I know Randy he Orton hasn't even really been in the picture. Doesn't matter, bro. Randy Orton is still a person. People want to see wrestle. He's like a pillar they, now. They, there's somebody. That's somebody people want to see on TV. Dude, so last he, year he was the sixth most earned earning wrestler. Like he he earned almost three three million dollars last year. So let, so let me ask you a question. Because yeah. he's facing Kofi at SummerSlam. That's gonna be dope. There's so much history there. Dope. 
do you feel that they're going to give Orton the belt? Try nah. to grease him so he can stay? Nah. I don't I don't see him getting the belt at SummerSlam. Nah. Me I mean, I've said it. So he's going to go through these three weeks of bullshitting to lose at SummerSlam. I think he might just even ride out before his contract ends. Nah, you don't think he, nah, like after he's this gonna, he's gonna go quiet. Yeah, because nah, you know he's gonna go quiet. I think what he's gonna do is like kind of like go off, like quietly on some shit, like you know, like it's it's not gonna be like a big thing unless he really doesn't sign at all. It, it unless re- it becomes like a like a like a like a legit like oh shit like he's out like he's already announcing he got open dates on Twitter. That'd be ridiculous. No, he's not going to do it. He's not going to be able to let go. They're not going to let Randy go quietly on his contract. And then if he does not want to perform for the rest of his contract, they're going to add on those months he didn't perform and then have him there from months on in past the contract because they could do shit like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because he's being paid to do something he's not doing. So they got to make up the time. That's the reason why the way Ambrose left was great. He he made sure he had all his obligations in check for the company, and then he could leave the way he wants. Don't don't you, honestly. Like the shit the Shasta Banks is doing right now is whack. Hold on, before you before you go to fucking her. Uh, um, honestly, I feel like at this point in his career, he probably just wants to do something different. Oh yeah, I think I that's just that. the point. I can see that. I think honestly, like. If he leaves WWE to do him for, let's say, he does it for a couple of years, I think he can always go back to WWE. Definitely. WWE is always going to accept him. Same thing with Ambrose. Go out. Go be free. I mean, I, they, they'd rather keep him. But at the end of the day, WWE is always going to stand. You feel me? I don't think AEW, whatever, but... They yeah, can always like, go back to WWE. I don't WWE. think it's going to be like a grand ending for Amber. I mean, for Orton when he exits, you know. Well, he's going to make moves, yeah, for like, sure. I think it'll just be a short-term thing. Like, he wants to see the rounds, see yeah. how it works. and then come, Wrestling's he's too come hot back. right now, bro. Yeah, man. Yo, he's always got the... Fire, Wrestling's bro. too hot right now. Even though the ratings, like, or whatever, like, I don't pay attention to that shit. Like, I feel like at this point, like, there's so many different opportunities in wrestling for wrestlers yeah. where they can showcase their talent. And you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck it. Why, why stay in the big show? You know what I'm saying? Let me go fucking test myself. Let me go fucking pop off somewhere else. That's true. That's yeah. dope. But I can see him leaving, man. Yep. Like, a lot of people, like I said earlier, a lot of people don't really see him leaving because of, you know, his... His years tied into WWE, but what if he wants something different, man? Hey, the crowd, everybody, the fans will appreciate it, bro. The yeah. fans will appreciate it. We all would. For Finally sure. get to see Randy Orton's face. Insanity. Nido, possibly, you know. Whoa. Shit like that. Yeah, dogs, think about that. He could face fucking Kenny Nido Omega versus, versus Orton. Naito versus Orton, fucking Kenny Omega versus Orton. Yeah, but I, yeah. I don't want him to do that and then but that's be out the, there losing the niggas. You know what I'm saying? Just but, for other niggas to catch clout off of his name. Who, Naito? No, I'm talking about Orton. No, like, I don't, I don't think he, that's... He, he got to catch some dubs over there, bro. He's gonna. 
man. Fucking look at Moxley. Like. That's money right there, bro. The reason why I said Moxley, bro, is because he just seems to be doing whatever he wants, whether it's a big promotion or a small one. Yeah. What's the shit that he's doing in Atlantic City? I think it is. Like some. Oh, that's the, G- the that's GCW blood sport. blood sport with uh, Josh Barnett. Come on, bro. That's him. Just like yo, this is the type of shit that I've, I kind of been wanting to do, whatever. Because I know he used to do it before, right? Like he had this whole character before. Yeah, uh, before WWE, before CZW, yeah, CZW, right? Yeah. It's like some extreme hardcore. No, 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 it's for uh, GCW. G, no, 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 no. His uh, John Moxley, where he originated. Oh yeah, with CCW, yeah, yeah. CZW. It was like like extreme hardcore shit where they were like glass like tables. Death, he's, and he, shit he, like, he was always have, in a death match. Yeah, he was a death match type of dude. See, he's taking him back to that, and yeah. now that his fucking platform is it's bigger, crazy. like yeah. he's he's and more physical. Going back to that shit. Yeah. That shit is dope, bro. Like I think he's I think he's learned and, how to make his attacks more physical without the blood being shed really. Because most of his matches are like kinda like strong style now. You know? He goes after the dudes and he's trying to like he's not trying to do the whole I'm going between the ropes because you punch me. He's gonna keep punching you and you gotta keep punching him yeah. and you he's gonna keep punching you and then you gotta keep punching him until he's dazed, legit dazed and falling into the back of the ropes. And then he'll psych you out on some bull, like on some real shit, cause he, like that's the type of fights he wants. He doesn't want like that real clean choreograph. Like it's gotta be one, he two, three. He just wants that rugged shit. Yeah, he's like, yo, I, I'd rather have the matches tell the story, you know? Like I don't gotta do the mic work. If you want people that handles and the his acting, his mic work is on point, man. Yeah, like he knows how to address his opponent, but to do like an acting thing type of thing, like what he said on Jericho was real, like. It, Come on, like a lot of those dudes don't know how to like address what they're given, written. You know, yeah, they don't know how to present. Yeah, present it. You know, because they're not actors; they're wrestlers. The talent. You know, they got. Uh, oh, fun fact. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to cut you off right there. Another thing from that documentary I was just telling you about, three hundred fifty days, right? So, oh man, who was it? Who was it? Oh, I can't, I can't forget the name right now. It was a movie that. Sylvester Stallone was doing mm-hmm. right so one of the wrestlers were there one of the old school wrestlers he was talking about that. he's like there was people there talking about how you know like kind of like rigging on wrestlers like ah oh, these motherfuckers they don't know what the fuck they doing ah oh, that shit is fake ah oh, blah 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 yo Sylvester Stallone stopped all production and was like yo listen you give these motherfuckers their respect because these are the best improv actors I've ever seen in my fucking life. Like, wrestlers are known to do shit off the fly. That's what it gotta be. Yeah. Or that's how it used to have to be. Exactly. That that That's why it brought me back to what you were just saying right now. Yeah, like, you know, they gotta be given leeway to dress like the crowd. Like, how they're giving Kevin Owens. It seems oh, more realistic. Ted DiBiase, he's the one that said that. Bro, Ted DiBiase. You know how I feel about this. Man. You know how I feel about this. I feel like wrestlers nowadays, they're putting more more effort into flipping off the top rope okay. and doing some fly shit than working on a character and their personality. Mm. They're in the gym more than they're working on anything else. And it shows. When you're super dope in the ring, okay. but you can't carry a story to save your ass, it just makes it whack. 
So that's why I always we, we was having this conversation yesterday where it's like nowadays we're rewarding wrestlers for being nice in the ring almost. Like we always make an argument for them and say they're dope in the ring, they should get a push, they should get this, just based on them being dope in the ring. Back in the day, they would give you a push if they noticed the crowd would get behind you. If they noticed you started buzzing, just... Or get the crowd buzzing. Yeah. Or get the crowd against you. Mm -hmm. So it's like, some dope wrestlers like Sami Zayn, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I feel like, you know, since I came through late, I'm not caught up in what niggas did in the past. So when you kind of like tweet certain things from your high horse, like this is what I used to be, or like, and this is what I deserve based on that, that shit just makes wrestling whack to me in that regard. So I know I'm on a I, tangent. No, no, it's all no, it's all good because you know you're talking about how a lot of these people are really great in ring workers. Yes. But when it comes to holding down the fort of their character and displaying it and actually taking those scripts or whatever they're given and make it something they're not doing it. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But Sami Zayn yes. is a, is a iffy one with that because I think he's genuinely got the look to hate. You know, he's got... And then he's also knows how to deliver that appeal to be like that arrogant asshole that... Yeah. And I feel like that's what he's know? doing. Yeah. Because for people to hate him... He's doing something right as a heel. Yeah, exactly, you know. I'm not hating, though. I'm just reacting no, no, to I'm his just saying, tweet. Like, I'm just saying in, in general. Because, like, people will say, oh, my God, Sami Zayn is so fucking annoying. Oh, uh, you know what? He's, He's garnering a fucking a reaction out of you. Yeah. All right, so that's all character. It's all character. That's all character. All that shit he said that's about, what's up. about the reunion and all that shit, it was just to keep on feeding into what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? And one person, is, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I've been saying this shit for months. One of the best heels in wrestling at the moment, especially in WWE, is Baron Corbin. Mm. Say whatever you want about his promo skills, in-ring work. In the ring, he's pretty good. But for you to hate him, for you to, like... Yo, all, all you think is death when you see him. Yeah, like, you know, like, like, I can't believe they're wasting his he's time. He's doing something great, man. He is. No, yeah, I fucks with it. Him and his whole fucking manager from Friday's outfit is doing the damn thing right now, dude. And it's, you, you know what's dope? What WWE's been doing that's mad smart with him? What? It's minimizing his in-ring in work. Mm-hmm. He's more of the highlight And highlight his yeah. really good moves. Yeah, not even that. Like, they highlight his promos to the crowd because they feed into that he's not acting towards anybody Facts. he's just talking shit to them you know he's got that way of like kind of delivering like yo I know you dope and you have the championship but honestly I'm better than you yeah. like on some asshole shit he's like you I'm know? your city's favorite son so yeah you that's know? what I do yeah word <laughs> I fuck with the collar shirt and all that the, the black on black son I think he's wilding with that but you know what it is uh, really that's, yeah, exactly. that's, that's his pit, that's his pitbull style. <laughs> pit bull Nigga style. look like straight pitbull from the side. I'm like, oh, okay. Then they pitbull was a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. 305 worldwide. For real. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Baron Corbin, a.k.a. Mr. Worldwide. Facts. Holy shit. Facts. Mr. World. Yo, but let's get off of that real quick. Let's go run into Raw. So, Raw this week had a reunion show. I'm not for the reunion shows if there's no... I guess, like, no meaning into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there has to be some type of meaning in order to bring back these these characters from the past. Because if not, it's like, yo, then what the fuck, my nigga? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're having a reunion show just for the pop or just for a filler show. You could have done so much, so, so many other things as a filler show if you weren't going to do anything to forward, forward over stories to your next big event. But what'd you think of Raw? To be honest, as I was watching it, the first thing I see John Cena, I'm like, oh, shit, I haven't seen this thing in a while. All right, cool. All good. The crowd was loving him. Even he was, like, kind of, like, thrown off by it. He's like, damn, all I had to do was leave for a bit, and y'all niggas love me. Because he used to boo the shit out of him. Boo the shit out of him. Chant, John Cena sucks. Did they even chant that? They didn't chant it, bro. Yeah, right? That's crazy. They were just loving the fact they saw Cena with his neon green shirt, his fucking wristbands and forearm bands or whatever the fuck he wearing. That hat, all that shit. The dad hat. <laughs> the jorts. Everything, my nigga. He uh, had the whole Cena fly going down, bro. But the shit they caught me, bro, is when the Usos came out. Within the first three bars of John Cena rapping, kind of murked the Usos, bro. Yeah, yeah, definitely did. That was insane. Talked about their mugshot. That was beyond entertaining. And for the Usos just to eat it up and be like, yo, shout out whatever city it was they got locked up in, I thought that was dope. Yeah, that was pretty dope. I thought that shit was fire, bro. It was dope to see John Cena. I thought he was gonna wrestle though. I thought he was gonna be this. Uh, I thought it was gonna be like a six man tag because I saw Devon coming out. Nah, they definitely paid him for the walkthrough. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. definitely for the walkthrough. But it was dope to hear him little spit a little what three bars. <laughs> Yo, Dugganomic Cena. Yeah, he's like, I don't give a fuck about these Uso characters. Yeah. Let me get real with them. Walk off stage. He kept trying to walk off stage, and they kept like, "Oh, you ain't going nowhere." Yo, and it was weird because they told him like, "Yo, don't go nowhere. Rakishi's here," and it's like, "Ah, yeah." Yo, but you ain't pop for Rakishi. Yeah, it was good to see him. Honestly, I I I I love seeing Rakishi. I didn't pop because dope to see him. I was like, "Yo," but I I ain't expect John Cena to dance with him. I wasn't feeling that was that was gonna be the move. Before even that, when he pulled up with the fucking with the fucking tracksuit with the Samoan Dynasty tracksuit, like, "Yo, this is." I was like, "That was dope." Nah, I was kind of like. It's just not Rikishi ish, you know. what I'm saying I wanted the yeeks out. I wanted the yeeks out and all that, you know. what I'm saying I wanted. Bro, that's his, that, that's his shit right <laughs> I now, bro. To, I wanted him to be in fighting form and ready to go. Yeah, but he wasn't cleared. He was supposed supposedly it was. They said that he was supposed to do this stick face shit, but he wasn't cleared to do that. He wasn't cleared to put his. <laughs> that's ass in the Rakishi face. I needed to see, son. <laughs> that's the Rakishi I needed to pull up. Yo, Not some nigga in a tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> not not him not him going to his fucking uh, son's uh, re- wrestling tournament, right? <laughs> Seriously, not I I wasn't trying to see Saturday Rakishi. <laughs> Yo, how do you not get cleared by a doctor to throw your ass in somebody's face? No homo, bro. Like that's fucking say it. 
That's it's pretty fucking disgusting, nasty. at it actually. That's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fucking disgusting, though. Yo, the ass move. A you know what he should have done? What? Oh, you're about to say something? We're going to have another clip. Tell us. We're about to have another clip. <laughs> 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 this is bad funny. I think AEW... Shahala Rakish, <laughs> right? <What? laughs> yeah, I'm dying, son. I already know where you're going with this. Hey, I'm gonna tell you, bro. Relax. I already know. Tell me, bro. I already know. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo. All right. Oh, <laughs> Yo. <laughs> all right all right so basically boom all right look if my man rakishi got hollered at by AEW, AEW was like yo pull up rakishi will be able to pass the ass move to sunny kiss Ooh. and then sunny kiss Starts doing like his normal ass move, but then he hit somebody, then he ended up hitting somebody with the Rikishi ass move. Ooh. Yo, let me tell and you something right now. Let me tell you something right now, bro. That's fire. They should do you that. You are Ovi. Yo, dude, you're Ovi here talking about ass moves. Black excellence, bro. <laughs> oh my god We rapping for gang gang squad Nubinati I fucks with it I fucks with it I fucks with Sonny Kiss I know I know I know And he's gonna do his thing Shots Oh Kiss. my god Yo dude I haven't laughed like that In a minute bro Yo bro you know what kind of person you gotta be to hit somebody with the ass move, bro. That ass move. <laughs> Why are you still talking about Because it? <laughs> it's a different nigga move, bro. A different nigga Yo, move. Yo, it's a different person, bro. Like, you are just a different human. It's like you're like, a different human. <laughs> like, just you. No, no label. Just who you... Like that. That's like Rakishi is in that in that crowd. Rakishi's definitely he's the ass move king. <laughs> like, <laughs> and now you got Sunny Kiss. Them niggas is like it's only them two. Oh, holding man. it down. Oh God. <laughs> Jesus Lord, that was funny. Alright, so do you pause More, that whole like? I, I don't I know, what know to when do. to pause it. I, 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 like, just, oh, I, I just I just want to go on. I just want to go on to the next topic of raw. That was hilarious. <laughs> well, Bray Wyatt, excuse me, the Fiend, made his presence felt during the raw celebration of the reunion with all the all the old timers, you could say. But this time, he was given the the man. Was it how, the mandible man mandible call? Yeah. Mandible claw? Mandible claw. Yeah. That's how you say it? Yeah. I thought I was saying it wrong for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. It's mandible claw. Like, right. yeah, he gave mankind the mandible claw. Yeah. I mean, uh, Mick Foley. Mick Foley, yeah. But I thought it was just a fucking dope, like, visual, bro. Yeah, hell yeah. 
this is my thing about watching Raw on TV, which makes it so dope. Their editing is like the way they cut cameras makes it ill. I'm oh, sure yeah, live bro. it's a kind of like different experience, but it's not as dope as it is on TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? Big facts. So Definitely. The way they had like the cameras moving and the lights flashing and everything, like yeah, it, it really, really like uh, emphasized the whole the whole segment. Like you I know was, what I'm saying. Yeah, like they cut the cameras black. Yeah. You know when the whole shit's going off. And then you had the spotted lights after he had them in the in the in the move already. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if they like really darkened the arena. You know, like they I'm really sure they powered. <laughs> no, you know, because sometimes they don't power down all the way. They darken the area, but you can see them changing the mats and shit yeah. like that. That's like if you see Bray Wyatt like slide in, that kind of kills them. Like I the seen. Building. For the them, whole, but not for us. Not for us. That's why I enjoy it on TV. So it was a dope ass thing. Like I, I've been in attendance when Undertaker does the whole thing where like dong, yeah. and I don't know he go. Yo, it's black the fuck out. Like I'm like, damn, how the fuck does he got in? Yo, he he just moves probably so quick from under the ring. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking insanity. But this right here was exactly what I wanted to see Kevin Owens do. With Stone Cold Steve Austin, Kevin Owens right now has a pretty interesting storyline with Shane McMahon. He's basically voicing the opinion of the fans while how we don't really want to see Shane. Yeah, you know what I mean. Kevin Owens is great on the mic. If the rumors or whatever they're saying right now is true, then they just letting him be and giving him. A mic just to freestyle whatever he's saying, it's fucking going phenomenally well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Going great. But imagine the image, the visual of him and Austin stunning Vince and Shane huh. at the same time. That would have been dope. That would have been dope. That would have been a picture for them to sell on fucking <clears throat> on the WWE shop with both of their signatures. Like yeah. that would have been a moment. Definitely. It definitely would have been. And what does that tell you? What do you mean? What does that tell you? What, would, what it, tell me? That they that it would have been a dope moment, but they didn't do it. Yeah, what does that tell you? Pull Yo, the trigger. Do you know what tells me? Stop oh. doing the stunner. No, it doesn't uh, tell me that. That's what nigga. it tells you. Yo, no, that's what, no that's what it maybe tells you. It doesn't tell me that shit. Uh, because what, it, cause what I see right now, <laughs> what I see right now is that all these reports talking about that they wanted to do all these physicality with all these fucking, um, all these, you know, fucking stars and Hall of Famers, whatever you want to fucking call them, was the whole shit about the Raw reunion. There was so much fuckery going on, so much shit being changed because none of these motherfuckers can get clear to do anything, any type, any type of physicality. So it could have been said the same for fucking Austin. He couldn't do anything physical. He's not, you know, he's not being cleared to do anything physical. Yo, pause. <clears throat> Stone Cold actually looked great. He didn't fucking wear a knee a knee brace. I think it was going up and down, son. Yo, dude, his entrance, his entrance is classic, bro. bro. Still hits. As soon as he hit that fucking glass break. Yo, for real, man, for real, that energy gets crazy. It gets super crazy, bro. Yo, dude, I'm telling you, man. As soon as that glass breaks, bro, everybody goes fucking insane. Because you know what you're going to see is something that either you miss seeing or it's something that 
you probably haven't seen before and you really want to see, and, I, and I'm talking about the younger generation, you probably haven't experienced that. They haven't experienced what their older brothers or even their father might have experienced at the moment. You never know, bro. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> That's how long ago shit was, bro. You know what I'm saying? I mean, who's this... Besides Cena, like right now, who's the Cena? Who's the Stone Cold? Who's the Rock? Who's the Mankind? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's the Triple H of that time, of that moment? Like, of this moment, of like this era? Who's holding up the mantles that these guys held it? Yeah. Uh, like, who are you putting in that lane? As far as like. <clears throat> See, Randy Orton was always. John Cena's like adversary, like that was like the dude that all they always used to go back and forth. They have nine matches. Sometimes Randy came up on top. Sometimes Cena came up on top. They wrestled and the for belts and all this other shit. You know what? I'll give you. I'll give you Randy Orton for know, sure. He's up there. He's up there Who because else? he he's part of that generation. And it's the RKO. RKO, one of the best moves that comes out of nowhere. Honestly, his I, attitude, his nickname, and that finishing move, for me, is what... Honestly, I think Kofi Kingston is the John Cena for the company. <clears throat> I don't agree with that. Because I don't think he is. If you don't think so, look at all the, like, goody, good, like, camera, you know, okay. good times that, you yeah, know, right. New Day's bought. And it's like because it's, it's he's also not at involved. The level of Cena, bro. Yeah, but he's also putting that work for the company for so long. Of course, he's like already at that. Like just yeah. like Randy, you know. But I think he's talking about like star quality, star power. We there isn't one person right now in WWE that is of that of that caliber, see, inside like, and out of the company. See, like in the eighties, you had like Hulk Hogan, Macho, Macho Man. Man. You Ultimate know, Warrior, you know who yeah. you had, and you seen like. The wrestlers that went into movies or like you had your yeah, Hogan's, yeah, yeah, yeah. your Pipers or whatever. Yeah, just like in the nineties, Stone Cold. Exactly. And they went into exactly. 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 Jesse Ventura, like struck gold with the fucking rock. <laughs> no, right. But they went into movies, and now who do you have now besides like Batista? Or Batista, John Cena. John Cena, but who else? Now who you got from this tier? Yeah, but. <clears throat> Those are people that were built through the company. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't, I haven't come across one talent that has been built through the company. Like, came straight through mm -hmm. WWE. Hasn't gone through the Indies, none of that shit. It was household made WWE. Person that comes that Roman comes to Reigns. mind, that's one of them. I think Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt, and Braun Strowman. Shots of Braun Braun. Those are the only ones. But they're not pushing them out there. Because as soon as they push them out there, people are going to think, oh, they're forcing them down our throats. Dude, Hulkamania was forced down the, the TV panel, forced down that channel, and we were loving everything. We're like, holy shit. Is it, this is a different time now. Like, wrestling fans are so, you know, what's the word I'm looking for right now, bro? So shit? Nah, nah, I'm not going to say that, bro. I'm not going to say wrestling fans are shit. Because they are. Nah, nah, nah. I they're, don't think that. They're fucking like... very pretentious. They think yes, they know yes, everything. Yes, yes, They yes. fucking talk down on every single move. 
they talk so much fucking shit. They know so much. Oh my god, to the point where they're talking about fucking re- the attendance. Like that has anything to do with the fucking sp- to what's going on in the ring. Like Word. everybody wants information about everything. These niggas is fucking corny. Like they, they talked about that last AEW show. And not for nothing, bro. Right now in this day and age, the internet gives everybody an opinion. Yeah. And That's the, why we're here. And you know what? People give their opinions and talk their shit and still buy their ticket. And there still make and still are subscribed to the network. Yep. But talk shit. Because you know why? Because the internet gives people just they, a place to talk shit. You know, to talk shit. Fucking anonymously. Where they can just talk whatever with no repercussions. But half half of them dudes, or probably more than half, are definitely subscribed, definitely watching and paying attention, tuned in. Like, come on, bro. I don't... Like, every time we go back to, like, what everybody thinks, I'll be like... I don't think WWE gives a fuck. Because if they were listening to what everybody thought, they would have been doing some other dope shit. Like, you know what? What if... Can I, I'm going to hit you with an early what if. What if the Usos, Samoa Joe, Roman Reigns formed a dope Samoan elite team? Call the Samoan brothers. I don't know. Maybe not as corny as that. What, Samoan squad? Or Samoan death squad? Samoan SWAT team, bro. Samoan SWAT team. Whatever. Yes, that would be fucking insane, bro. Like, I've told you guys before, there's so much talent within WWE. They could have these faction wars that they used to have before, but it would mean so much more now. You're not going to have fucking DOA or Biker Squad. You're not going to have Los Boricuas from East Harlem and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to have... um. The oddity, just a whole bunch of fucking weird-looking motherfuckers in one stable. Yeah, you talk about gimmick uh, factions. You know, uh, fucking shout-out like, to Ennis Kent out there looking like Kurgan. Kurgan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you're not going to have that. He's wrestling, too. Yeah, he's over here looking like Kurgan, bro. What Kurgan. the fuck is wrong with him, B? You know what I'm saying? Like, I heard Kurgan's a very nice person. Yeah, shout-out to Kurgan. But, yo, it would mean so much more now. That if they would have these factions, then they could come through mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. that six-man tag belt. Consolidate that tag team title. You know what I'm saying? Like Woodrow said, the Universal title and the, the WWE title look so much alike that I think that they should do something different with it just to like have both on, on a different scale. Making it a different color strap doesn't give it any any type any type of energy whatsoever. I understand what he's trying to say with that, but there's just so much they can do right now just to make shit different, man. They gotta mm-hmm. make shit work. Mm-hmm. There's too much fucking talent not to make this shit work. For real. It's too much not to make it work, bro. There's a lot of things that are similar to each other. There's a lot of talent talent that's similar to each other. It's kind of getting all, like, mixed in into this bland mush. Yeah. Where you're just, like, really not catching the eye candy of it, you know? It's time to, it's time to really start putting these, like, start using gimmick matches more often. You know, do a hair versus hair match. Beard versus beard match. Do factions that, you well, know. Well, now they got, now they got basically a loser leaf town match going on. Yeah, exactly. With Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon, which I Dude, thought was pretty dope. And they finally, it's something different. They finally got a time. And they got a new name for the club. It's called the OC. 
Oh, I don't like it. The official club or something? Oh, the yeah, original, yeah, original club. Original club. I don't like yeah, it. I, know. I don't like it. I know. But what they up? got so many fucking Let, jokes on these niggas right now, let, bro. Let's move on from the name because that name is very... Hmm. Yeah, very, very See, MTV. What, and that's the yeah. problem. Like, that just makes it not organic. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That just makes it, like, thrown but together and rushed. Up, you know, for a hair versus hair match. You know? And then I go like bald. What? Yeah, just like the fucking, yeah. Then he, yo, if that, he'll turn into a supervillain at that point. Yes. And then Shice goes bald. Because oh. he follows AJ's footsteps. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, right? Shit. But, um, another thing that happened... That I thought was kind of funny. Angelo Dawkins, one half of the Street Profits. So his his tag team partner, uh, Montez Ford, was like trying to find him the whole time. He's like, my brother, what are you doing? He's like, are those eye drops? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was just chilling with RVD. You know, Rob, Van, damn. He said, yeah, he asked me if I wanted to roll. I thought that shit was hilarious, bro. Dude. Perfect. That, that shit was perfect. Segment. Yo, they've been so dope, Street Pop Profits on TV. Perfect. Dope, bro. Perfect. Yo, dude. Everybody can say, yo, they're corny, the way they, like, try to, like, you know, bring, you know, just basically, like, be a little too extra about certain shit. But it's like, yo, dude, not only that they're being extra, they're being different from everybody else, bro. And it's funny because we, because we know people that's like that. When they're a little extra on talking about shit, they do like facial expressions and shit. Like you know, they do too much, and that's what they do. They do too much. It's just like yo, <laughs> yo. I know somebody that does that. I can relate with this. No, <laughs> oh, that, that's that's wrong, wrong right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was dope, you know, and I, I'm really glad with. The type of airplay that um, the Street Profits are getting right now within the main roster. Word. They got a big match coming up at the NXT TakeOver for SummerSlam weekend. I'm hoping that they keep and retain the tag titles against um, Undisputed Era. But I guess for we'll real. see We'll see what happens. You know, I, I, thought, I thought that was all good. I think that, that's a lot more exposure for them. If they come up to the main roster, I'm hoping that that's just going to be a dun-dun-dun tag team out there just, you know... Looking, looking whack. That ends up being like the crime time. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they could do what crime time did. Make it like fun. Kind of like what yeah, they, they did. Yeah, but crime time was you, too they were comical too, and... Yeah, it got too comical and they got too, like, a little too racist. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, why they got to be the ones always stealing shit? Yeah, for real. I'm like, damn. They ain't got to do all that. They could be selling stuff, you know? <laughs> Yeah, but you know they had them niggas like having a swap meet at, at in the in the fucking trunk of a car that they stole from somebody. Like for uh, real. shit was whack. After a while, I got whack. <laughs> you got bro. real whack for real. You don't want that for shit. Yeah, bro. Shit. What? Yeah, for real. It, what was it, bro, Joe? It was nasty. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I fuck was I fucks with them though. Like they young and they dope on the mic and you know I seen them wrestle like once or twice. So I don't really have an opinion on that, but. They different, you know what I'm saying? They seem legit, and that's the thing. Nubinati! <laughs> yeah, how many matches of them you seen, bro? Like, relax. <laughs> a couple, because I watch NXT. Mm. All right, so that's what I said. A couple, too. Don't you have the network, too? Uh, actually, I have unsubscribed. Oh. You want to talk about your unsubscribing? It's funny. Like, I was, I was subscribed for, like, 
a year and a half, and I probably used it twice. Yes, so. But this was like two years ago when I was not watching wrestling. I still subscribe. It was like a free three months for like a 99 cents each month. Yeah. And then it was like $10, I think, afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I just kept it on, right? It's 9 Yeah, $9.99. And I just kept it. They probably still got you for like a year and a half. I'm sure if you was just to type in like your shit and put in like, hey, hey welcome back. Yeah, word. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Here's what Enter you your missed. credit card. Let's get it popping. And then you're gonna end up getting those fucking. And, and then I go on the network. Tears. <laughs> and now I go on the network and I and I search, SummerSlam bikini contest. Can't find it. Unknown. What May Young? <laughs> He's like, babe, get out the room, babe. <laughs> I search lingerie match between Marlena. Can't find it. Oh, uh, I look for the when Sable wore those two handprints. Oh, yeah, classic. Can't find it. Well, so then this is what happened on SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, what did SmackDown? Well, Bray Wyatt had another moment on SmackDown. That's right. After a the dope vignette. moment that he had with Mick Foley, he um, had a moment with Finn. Finn had issued a challenge towards Bray. And Bray comes in his best of uh, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood gear. No, it's Bray. This yeah. is Bray. This is Bray. That's why he would dress the Fiend as the Fiend. And the way he comes, he's like, he's like us here at the Firefly Funhouse? They're like, we're big fans of you. But the Fiend, he, for some reason, he doesn't like him. We don't really know why. But guess what? He's like, I got big news. And then he's like that he accepts the whole the whole challenge. And then you hear the clap, yeah, whatever. And I'm just like, yo, this motherfucker's crazy. I'm yo, this is a dope gimmick. This is exactly what we talked about. Keep his characters separated. You don't see Bray as Mr. Rogers in the ring. You don't have him fight like that. You have him fight as a fiend. And you I know? love it. I it's love real it. dope. The separation of character is amazing. Oh, that's, yeah. that's actually really dope. I didn't think of it like that. That's pretty dope. I'm yeah, I'm loving this. I'm loving like I'm just loving just creativity and originality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just not another disgruntled wrestler. No, yeah. That's great in the ring. Oh. And hates Shane somebody again. making it's something. It's just different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just different. Like and it's just and it's also like it it gives you a feeling that you normally haven't had in wrestling like the last time I had that feeling in wrestling was like at least for me was back when like Undertaker first came out and you and I was trying to figure out like yo is this dude really fucking like not dead (laughs) but like yo this dude is like really fucked up like and when they would like hit him and like he wouldn't he wouldn't fall down like he didn't fall down for a while you know what I'm saying like if he did he would just rise right back up So, like, that feeling that I had with, like, The Undertaker was just, like, a the feeling that I literally had watching Bray Wyatt, like, just go in on that fiend shit and just go in on that fucking funhouse shit. Yeah. I was like, yo, this is fucking, like, he's really, like, he's really going in. Like, he's really trying. Like, he's really putting in the effort. Like, that's what's up, man. And you got to respect that. Who else is doing that? (laughs) Who else is doing that, bro? And it's perfect, man. Like, he's always had that. The like the athleticism or like the you know his physical appearance, you wouldn't think he'll be able to do some some of the yoga shit, you know the the stand oh. the arching backwards, you know looking hey, like yo, a spider he's, walk. He's everywhere with that. Yeah, like 
We do that with the fiends. That show would be fucking mind boggling. You'd be like, yo, that's creepy as shit, son. You'll be terrified of something like that. But no, then the Mr. Rogers character, keep him on the screen. Keep that as like fucking Mr. Rogers on TV, bro. But I think that was what mm, kind of facts. weirds out the fans. Like, good. This, this guy looks creepy in the ring, but then he's on he's on the fucking Titantron looking like looking more your creepy. next your next door neighbor, and you're like, yo, what the fuck? Like, yo, yeah, your next door neighbor that's a fucking creep. And and not for nothing, the the. The connection between him and Undertaker that you made like that, that like, you know, you're scared of like, yo, why is he not being phased by anything? It's just a different like, feeling. That's that black, that dark magic that wrestling always had, like with the yeah. uh, bullshit gimmicks. But this is exactly what they need. Like him, Aleister Black, like, you know, Bray Wyatt and The Fiend, Aleister Black. You know, they could do dark magic shit again because they got good. They're doing not it right. Only, yeah, they, they, they don't only got the, like, the talent in the ring, but they have that personality that character that yeah that charisma that you're like yo this ain't up with this dude man this ain't strange with Bray this ain't strange with Alistair he's always like locked in that room why is he always locked in that room son like why is Bray always like with these puppets like you know shit like that like but that's cool like like mm-hmm. you said who else is doing it Al- Alistair Black is doing it bro and those are the perfect right. guys to take over Undertaker and Kane's spot and Mankind's spot when he came out as a fiend and did the Mandible Claw on Raw psh, dope and then when he showed up on, on Smackdown as Mr. Rogers yeah. or Brave Wyatt psh, awesome that's I'm like perfect they just need a good perfect. mix of characters right yes now. Yeah, and, I, and, and I, I feel like it's coming cause look at like even in NXT with Velveteen Dream the way he's so um, you know, just so into his character, like so a, sold on his. He's character. like Prince yeah. and living it. He's like fucking it. Prince. Yeah, you he's know? just doing him. That's dope. That shit is dope, my nigga. And that's why that that point that I always make is like, you know, Stone Cold wasn't the greatest wrestler, but his mic game and his attitude and just his character was sick. Yeah. Where it just it, it fucking commanded your attention. Yeah. Same thing with The Rock. Real quick, same yeah. thing with The Rock. Rock was a dope wrestler, but his mic game, his fucking his slogans and and the shit he would say and how he would say it, was his interaction with the fucking other wrestlers and the and the interviewers and shit was different. Bray Wyatt, I feel like is this character to me is like on that level where it's kind of like. If he just keeps this character, it doesn't matter how dope he is in the ring. That's like the icing on the cake. Yeah. Him being dope in the ring. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or just him bringing a character to life where people could engage in it, you know, and want to see where it goes from here and where it goes later on and shit. Yeah, that that right there is what starts it up. That's what starts up the train to move, you know exactly. what I mean? He could end up with a new record, like a record holder. He could be the... Who's beat? Who can beat the fiend? Fiend's un- unbeatable at WrestleMania. Yeah. Like on some weird wild some, shit. Some like stupid that. shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, but still, it's like you, you make it a show. You make that into the spectacle. You know. Right. Not that bullshit that they did with the <coughs> fucking insects on the on a projector. Oh God, that, that shit was so horrible. Yeah. WrestleMania, that shit was horrible against Randy. Just Ryan. go for years. Like keep a character for and years. That was like, such a dope fucking. Dope like, fucking no, that was a dope ass storyline. How yeah. like. Randy Orton like infiltrated the Wyatt family. It was all mind games. Well, yeah, so bro. So I thought dope. that shit was so crazy, my nigga. It was something like it kept you, it kept you, you know, involved in the story. You 
you know? But it is what it is, man. Another thing, also, the back and forth between Ziggler and HBK. Mm. What you know what what? Let me let me let me go to you with this one. You like HBK. I know you had some choice words Honestly, for uh, Ziggler. I feel like some, uh, Ziggler's another one of those wrestlers that did something great a couple years ago and still wants some type of fucking like respect and he demands to be placed like that to me that shit is corny bro like i can't really respect it like to me that's a whack character if that's all you got bro like he'd be in the hood he'd be in the ring with a hoodie like i don't know it's it's just corny to me like to me that just looks corny like he'd be looking extra mad just be like yo bro you could be yourself bro but like and i know he's trying to go for that that you know i guess that fucking heel shit but it's just to me it just comes off weak and the shit with HBK, you know, it was a cool moment, I guess. You Yo, know, wait, but how he many fucked. Times can Ziggler get bodied, bro, bro? Nah, HBK, uh, Ziggler rocked his shit. No, no, Ziggler rocked his shit. But I'm just talking about on the mic. Like, how many times is he gonna get bodied? Like Kevin Owens told him, "What are you gonna do? Sit, sit here and say the same shit you've been saying for the past year?" Yo, body him on that. And the one knock on HBK, the one knock on HBK was he's he's basically a knockoff of Shawn Michaels. And when Shawn Michaels presented that within that whole that whole segment they were doing, that was like another body, but like the way he did it, he didn't even say like the second coming of Shawn Michaels, he said a second rated version. Like, yo, you're not even, like, a prototype of the real shit. You're a prototype of somebody Of doing, a prototype. Yo, you're yeah. a prototype of a prototype from a lab in China. Like, shit. That hasn't succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? It's still defective. Get out of here. <laughs> Word, you're a defect sent back to the lab and sent back, and they were like, yo, we're just going to sell you half off. HBK is getting a check. He don't give a fuck. Yeah, but just like how many times can Ziggler get body? He's the one that's gonna be on yo the television. That's why for him to send that super kick to Shawn Michaels is that making a match right now? Yo, honestly, I hope not. I would actually I hope not too. I know we I know we hope not, but I would actually like to see that happen. I would like to see HBK step back into a ring against Dolph Ziggler, but with the Miz as. Special, special guest referee. Yeah. And, you know, it's a quick quick squash of the old school. How about The Miz turning on Shawn Michaels and helping Ziggler win the match? That's what I'm talking about. On some shit like that. And The Miz go heel? Yeah, where he is the best. That. While he's all fucking lovey-dovey on his new show. Yo, the baby, the crowd, the, yo, the she's pregnant, she don't want to fucking film, that's it. Show and you done. know what? Again, the WWE isn't trying to go for that. Like, that would be a dope idea. Imagine them two, like, on some hill shit. Yeah, and they from the same the same city. They're both from Cleveland, bro. Word. They both known each other for years. A stable with them two, and then you, you put in, like, niggas like Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins into that shit. They nah. look like the Ooh, same maybe. type of person, bro. That's maybe. what I'm saying. They look like to get like all four together. They could be so obnoxious and boy band like. It's insane. They don't want entourage. That's like the new Miz but they're like their exactly. own. Exactly, exactly. 
though. That's crazy. Right, I thought that was a pretty dope moment. Yeah, that's actually pretty dope. One other thing before we leave off. Uh, Randy and Kofi Kingston. They had a pretty dope back and forth on SmackDown where they talked about each other's careers and went back even into the past. And, Col- and Kofi calling out the day, November something, in Madison Square Garden. I'm like guessing, I think it was, yeah, I think it was for uh, Survivor Series. And he talked about how he pinned Orton. Mm-hmm. And Team Col- Kofi went over Team Orton for, for, for uh, Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah. So... Saying that, and then he went out. He went even went further with Orton, telling him that he's the reason why he never really got a shot. That he always held him down because he had that pull through management. Randy's like, really? That's what you think? That's what you think? And the way he was saying it, you're like, damn, he's probably gonna come up with some flash shit. Niggas just say, yeah, you know what? That's exactly what happened. I let them niggas know you ain't about that shit. That was some flash shit, though. You know the just, way Randy delivered. I was like, yo. The way he delivered it, cold shit, it so. kind of tell Kofi like he wasn't nothing. Like not even that. You like he said he was a fluke. No, not even that. He's a fluke. Like he's like, you know, it's Kofi's first title reign. Kofi's been there for a, a very long time with the company. Kofi might feel like he's like already reached a legend status. Yeah. And Randy's putting him. He's trying to humble like, him. Yeah, you're not he's a trying legend, to humble bro. him. Yeah. Yeah, because even he said, he's like, yo, you only got that title shot because of me. Because I took out Ali and you took his spot. Like, just saying shit. See, that's dope. That's yeah, lit. that's yeah. what I'm saying. This, yo, the way they went back and forth at each other, all they did was spit facts from both angles. So everything seemed so genuine and so ill as you're watching it. Word. That shit was ill. You know, and he told, like, yo, he just told him, like, I'm going to hit you with the RKO. You know, like. Just, just saying stupid shit, like little stupid shit. Like, they're not even being too creative with it. <clears throat> just spitting facts. Yeah. And it just works. It's character. The fit X. Yeah, fit X. Because now, like, what Joe just said, the internet gives everybody a voice, so everybody's reading everything. And when they see something on TV they had just read, maybe not that moment, but months back, they're like, oh. Yo. And uh-huh. you're talking about the internet, Kofi and Randy Orton went at it on Twitter. Yeah. Like, you know, so. I'm about to hurt your feelings, Knots. All right. Talk to you me. my nigga. You my brother. But I'm about to hurt your feelings, bro. Kofi is going to lose that title hmm? at SummerSlam. If he loses the title, hopefully it's like a, at, least, at least like a build, though. Like, they can't just lose the title and then just throw him in the wayside. That can't be like that. Yeah, he has to be in that. That can't be like that, bro. That should make no sense. Honestly, <clears throat> I, your man is. They don't want your man to leave. I'm sure, Orton. Orton, his okay. contract is up. I could see them just throwing him the belt, probably, bro. I can only see him winning on that. Merit. Throwing him the belt, and somehow Roman Reigns gets it from him. Mm. Or him and Brock Lesnar go at mm. it, bro. Or him and Brock Lesnar go at it, and they unite and they fucking unify that belt already. Finally, bro. And I think that would be fire. I mean, I don't know if they wrestled before, have they? No, they, they did. Yes, they did, my friend. All right, because remember, I wasn't watching. Uh, Summer Slam, I would say, what was that 2013, 2014? 
where Brock Lesnar opened him up and they couldn't even start the fight because Randy was bleeding too much. Yeah, like 2014, definitely. Yeah, man. Fuck. We were talking about this last week, bro. Talking about this shit last week. Shit was like crazy. I I just hope if he does lose, he he gets he gets another title shot and they have like a story going between them two. Because. I, don't I feel like they could put on a match, not only a match, but I feel like they could tell a story within a couple of matches. Yeah, and I don't think he's going to lose. I think Kofi's going to get over, but Randy's not out this picture yet. You feel yeah, me? I feel like they have a couple of matches to tell the full story. Whatever yeah. it may be, whatever the come out may be, I think it's going to be a really good story. Because you have two veterans who are both still good in the ring and could deliver quality shit. I mean, exactly. it worked before. Exactly. Why wouldn't it work now? They're more experienced, more veteran. They they can they can make it fucking happen. Yeah, you know. So, fellas, that was the last topic for the SmackDown section of everything. And I know that I said it was the last thing before we go, but we we're supposed to put in the new joint that we got going, which Pause. is called What If. Mm, which which Joe started earlier. Yes, which is what he started earlier. Now, for anybody and everybody that's listening, we have a segment called What If. And if you have a what if, a what if meaning, let's say, what if The Rock won the King of the Ring? Mm. Anything. Just a what if of something would have happened within pro wrestling. Yo, King Rock, chill. So, (laughs) I say that to say this. Hit us up at it's twenty by twenty podcast yahoo.com. Send us an email or even that, send us a DM on Instagram, twenty by twenty podcast. And give us your what if and we'll talk about it on the show. So if you ain't get that, it it's twenty by twenty podcast at yahoo.com and on Instagram twenty by twenty podcast. If it's Twitter, <laughs> 20 by 20 underscore podcast. We out here. We're everywhere, baby. So many dot coms. Um, we should make that hashtag, like 20 by 20 what if. What if? What if 20 by 20, some shit like that. You know? So, anybody got one to bring up real quick? That was one that I had, and I just used that as an example for, for that. <laughs> that was a good one, though, because The Rock, so King we'll Rock. talk about that. Imagine King Rock with the Versace, and he wearing a crown. But he used to rock the fake Adidas. <laughs> oh, the, the, the breakaway joint. The two stripe. Like, come on, Rock. I know you got it. Yeah. <laughs> he used to rock the Adidas with the dress shoes. <laughs> I, know, I mean, the fake Adidas. Boots, okay. Fake Adidas with the nah. He used to rock dress it shoes. It was sometimes. wrestling boots, dude. Bro, them shits were straight fucking boots. loafers, bro. Yeah. What are you talking about? Boots. Nah, there was, there was one that he had uh, the loafers and he's yeah. dressed up and he slid. Oh, my God. He ain't have, because you see his ankles. You ain't see, like, Yo, dude, sometimes, like. All I know is this, bro. Is if he was King Rock, like I said, Versace everywhere. He would have been like, like uh, Xerxes in gold and shit, just fucking wilding, bro. Taking, trying to take over everything. That would have been Rock. Rock would have been Xerxes. What if Hogan had a clean rep? Wasn't 
You'll and, get as big a pop as Stone Cold. And mm-hmm. fucking Ric Flair. Yes. He would be bigger than Ric Flair, bro. Yeah, there you go. But he just has a nasty... I think... Past... It's nasty. I think Ric Flair has a better... Uh, can I say public image or pu- uh, like yeah. public appreciation? But I think he's more genre-based. I, I Like, for this moment right now, like... A lot of Ric Flair's, like, love and all that shit, of course it comes from wrestling in general, but I think it's coming from the black community a lot now. No, nah, yeah, Like, yeah, the yeah. black and brown community. Like, I feel like us... Yeah, shout out to Migos. Nah, it's yeah. rich people yeah. shit. Rich yeah, people. Yeah, like, us like Hispanics money. and black people. Hip-hop, 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 hip-hop. That's what I say. Like, that's how we say this shit here, man. Like, yo, it's such a parallel, bro. Like... Niggas see Ric Flair and try to emulate that once they get the bread. Or or wanna fly that private the jet. Lexus. You know like he could he could get on a, a intro to something. That should have sound fucking insanity, bro. Yo, what if they brought back the nation of domination? Or something of it. Or just something like Nation of Domination. I don't even know who could have that right now. To be honest, I don't know who can head a nation of domination right now. Mm, I think I know who. Titus O'Neil. Titus? He seems like a like a like a general type of nigga. He knows how to give he knows but how who to talk would be to there with him, bro. That's the shit. Like I can't see a nigga like Cedric Alexander there. Or like It gotta be somebody like Ricochet. I can't, I can't nah, even, oh, hell no, that shit sound weird. That shit is not Nation of Domination, yeah, bro. That's some other shit. But you turn him into that. He's Yo, that motherfucker's gonna head whatever Prince's band was called, bro. I'm telling you. What was their band called? It was Prince and the... Revolution. Revolution. He's gonna call that shit Revolution. It's gonna be a whole bunch of niggas doing fucking makeshift thrones for him. <laughs> Like yeah, yo, it'll, it'll do it'll go to some shit like that. Like I can, that Nation of Domination was some like black power shit. Aggressive. And aggressive, yeah. Angry, disgruntled. Like like yeah, the fucking the, the bullshit they, they say about that. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Nah nah, I'm saying like I, I understand what what you're saying right now, Google but it. Or, dude, Google it. You know, they, they, they just look through it. That, that's a stereotype. Nah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so. Anybody else got a what if? What if every uh, time I bought a fucking WWE or WWF ice cream, I didn't get the fucking Honky Tonk Man card? And that was the only one you were missing? Yo, no, it's the only one I would get. <laughs> Matter of fact, what if they bought back WWE ice cream I'm for live events. 17 boxes as soon as that shit drops. Just for live events, though. With, I'm, with buying, I'm buying 17 boxes from a live event as soon as it drops. Which is like 18.75 each. Yeah, for real. One box. Sounds amazing. Would you go for to the show? Would, would you? Like, if they said they were giving that shit out, I'm like, yo, how many boxes of that shit you got? Seriously. That would be actually so right? fucking Imagine cool. if they could say like 12. Word, I want six now. Where's your manager? I need, to, I need that shit. I need that shit. Exactly. You gotta buy each one. No, I don't. Call your manager. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, those are, like, good-ass ideas, and they're not doing none of that shit. Yeah, for real. 
Yeah, man, bring back the WWE ice cream bar. I guess they're not or, really like, the targeting... new niggas face on that shit. I don't know. What the fuck? I guess they're not, like, really targeting the old heads. Like but those. now, that's what that demographic is 18 to 35 right now that they're targeting. You know what's their demographic, honestly? It's on fucking the, the mobile devices. The iPhones and shit like that. 35. Yeah. That's their target. Like, they can, they're not aiming at the stores anymore. No, before they were aim, like how, before they were aiming at children, like children and families and shit like that. Yeah, but children... And now they're going do, for an... Uh, uh, they should do, like, the reality era. They should, they like should sell the WWE ice cream in stores. Maybe they need another death. That shit will sell out. Damn. Damn, that was dark, Fuck, boy. Fuck, man. That was dark. Because it's talking about ice cream. He's like, death. Yeah, for real, that's wild. Jesus. So maybe they need one. No, I don't maybe know. They don't. Yo, anyways, ideas. what song should we go off with this for this week? I don't want to die. <laughs> I don't know if what Joe understands the meaning of uh, death and dying. <laughs> well, does anybody have a song? <laughs> I don't, actually. I don't. Uh, I'd like to shout out Mama Juana and the good people that make this fine stuff. We could play some. Oh, you know what we could play? Queens, uh, Queensbridge uh, politics. Queens, Queensbridge politics. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Off of that Lost Tapes from Nas, part two. Part yes. yes, yes. Well, well, well. Rock. This was the 64th episode of the 20 by 20 podcast. And we are your hosts, Nathan McFly. Nubinati! Noob Swidro. <laughs> and fucking. What about Mr. Chase? His own Mr. Chase. <laughs> but did you forget your yeah. name again? <laughs> yeah. Uh, LP Dangerously. <laughs> and oh, shout out to shit. Mr. Chase. For not being here again. Yo, your attendance is mm, unexcusable, bro. Meh. <laughs> not even meh. Oh, it's disappointing. It's, it's like, disappointing. Mm, what's going on here? Oh, man. Anyways, we out. Trying to figure out if she gonna give me that FaceTime I don't wanna talk I wanna chill with my son more Teach him about Egypt and tranquility Critically analyze black lives And respectability Why prodigy mural get vandalized Why prodigy The project politics obviously Demagogue democracy in the fog I see the mob represented into the light Back to the source where all energy comes Your enemy done was eternal A disease that needs a vaccination Plagues black seeds in the industry Ain't as friendly as it first seems When you dream of driving your whip to your house in Florida Keys On behalf of me and Queens and all of the G's Bandana P will always stand as tall as the trees First things first This should be understood Queensbridge just ain't any other hood is music legacy is incredibly high pedigree i don't mean it's disrespectfully alphabetically if it's hard to squalor in the credits of b street singing is bernard fowler he sang with the roller stoves background for boosie collins molly marla vance rap sounds perfect timing 
The early 80s, we babies, Pebbly Poo dropped. The beat was crazy and Molly was changing hip hop. Then Molly and Shiny caught her body, UTFO. She cold, Roxanne Revenge, she was 14 years old. Then came the Juice Crew and the Who's Who's G Rap, Rakim and Kane. Beats made in the QU. I was probably playing with 32s in the lobby. It's Queensbridge over everything and everybody. I wish the book never came out and everything got straightened out before you left. I saw you, it was all love, except we needed to build more and get things correct. Now I gotta accept it, cause there's honor and death. Wish you was here with us, Pete. Yeah. Yeah. Shout to Havoc. Shout to Pong. Shout to Jungle. Shout to Jeff. Shout out to Big Lord. The Big Dog. Lord, free ball, ball, spunk, spunk. It's a lot going on. Free the kings. A lot going on, man. It's heavy. Good fellas, man. Prodigy, man. It's heavy, man. We need to lighten it up. To all y'all. My bros.